<laughs> oh man, we got a lot to get into. We ain't got a lot of time. One of us is on vacation, man. So we're gonna make this quick. We're gonna make this brief. We're gonna have a good time nonetheless. You can't make this a podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Me, I'm a Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Como estás? <laughs> Episode 255. Say that in Spanish, Google. Uh, 50. <laughs> I don't even know. That's like, that's like five, six hundred. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck it. Let's get into it, fellas. How was the week? Well, I'll go first since this was in uh, another country. Um, I, uh, had a birthday week. I had a, uh, wedding. So the week of edible was, uh, kind of a blur because everything was kind of getting myself mentally prepared for that. Um, Friday's wedding was, uh, I had to show my professionalism. I'll just say that nothing crazy happened. It was more so, um, one of the first times in a, if ever or in a very long time where I was friends with the both bride and groom. So I know the bride and groom, friends with both. And they know me as a DJ. They love me as a DJ. They trust me as a DJ. So it was a hassle to get all their special songs from them. I didn't know what the wedding party was coming into the building to until about seven minutes before they came into the building. And that's when I got the first dance. That's when I got the cut the cake song, and that's the, and and the groom mother. They had oh. about they had about ten months to send me that stuff. I got all that <laughs> shit right then and there. So uh, I had every song, but then they still had a list of other things. They had uh, a couple special moments. They had. Um, other songs, so the the list just said, we trust you, bro. We trust you, bro. We trust you, bro. So I had to just be professional and do what I do. So got through it with no flaws. Uh, kind of uh, turned my swag on a little bit. I was fucking with the wife all night. Like, I kept looking over at her when something went well. Like, I'm a professional. Because she would see me over there, like, 10 seconds ago, I was, I was struggling but I grabbed the song, I hit play, and it worked perfection. It worked with no hiccup. The crowd didn't look back. No one <laughs> noticed the struggle that was going on behind the scenes. But uh, all that was happening pre-birthday. Me and the groom shared the same birthday. So once the once the party started, the shots was flowing heavy. Um, Patron was heavy. We were at the bright side. They got the nice bar up front. Okay. So, uh, People was uh, relaying Patrons throughout the night. Um, we partied till about midnight. Got a birthday week uh, day. Had a good chill day with the family. I had a good bowling night with the co-workers. Uh, a lot of my co-workers came through. Kevin and his wife came through. Uh, they performed a gold medal match. Um, <laughs> they, they put up a five-game series of epic bowling between husband and wife. Uh, What's the score looking like? The champ is here. So if let me let let me see if I recall if I recall correctly because the patron was flowing there too. If I right, killer, get it right. If I recall correctly, Kev was down a 0-2 like the Bucks. Facts. And then Kev won game three and game four. (laughs) 
And then the game five was kind of tight, kind of there. They're kind of neck and neck. Kev pulled the victory out with the ninth and tenth frame for the game five victory. Did they crack 100? Absolutely, yes. I did. I, I do. I have to crack uh, yeah. 120 to even compete was, with her. I was going to say, yeah, his, wife, official. his wife, um, if not the second or third ball that she threw, it just lined up to where when she would go, it would be my turn a lot of times, so I'll be waiting. The second or third ball she threw, saying it with a hard, like, or like a like a like a real hard cuss word that like startled me to where I was like, oh shit, they over there. They, this ain't this ain't for play. They not over there just throwing the ball and having a good little date night. They over no. here trying to win. So they were definitely the gold medal match. I was trying to not lose to my children. We had a bump. <laughs> we had the bumpers up. I used them once or twice. Don't judge me. But, uh, <laughs> it was all a great great night. So that happened Saturday, and then. Uh, Sunday was just a chill day. Yeah, man. Um, I'll, I'll jump in because I'm sure Dizzles uh, was way more excited than us because uh, I'm sure he, <laughs> I mean, I sure got plenty of stories about being a mate, Cole. But, uh, you know, for us, uh, Friday night was a chill night, watched some Olympics, hung out at the crib. But then on Saturday, we did uh, a ton, man. We haven't had a day like Saturday in a very long time where we basically left the house and didn't come back until it was late. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, we ran down to the outlet mall. She had to return some things and everything like that. And uh, we did that. And then we went to UD Arena. Uh, the basketball tournament is going on. And uh, if you're not familiar with the basketball tournament, that's like where all the alumni teams from different colleges play in this big tournament. And the winner takes all a million dollars. Ohio State's Carmen Crew, they have won it before. Uh, UD squad, Red Scare. You know, they were playing up in Columbus, but both of those teams lost, so they weren't playing at UD Arena. But the team that I root for, root for, Syracuse, their alumni team was in it. So, you know, anything involving Syracuse hoops, I'm in the building for it, man. So I, we went to the game on Saturday. They came back and won that game. Was hype about that. Then uh, we hung out with Killer at his birthday party. And, uh, you know, you touched on it, man, with the bowling, man. Me and the wife are super competitive like you know the whole situation like oh man you let your girl win no i don't get down like that and, <laughs> she, and she don't let me win ever like if it's cards she's way better than me at cards she's way better than me at bowling like if if i win at something especially bowling i had to win because she's not gonna <laughs> let me win because we talk shit to each other we 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 don't play that dog like if you come into play you better win so I love that about our relationship that we super competitive at it. And, you know, I came away with the victory. And like I told her, like, I got to I got you, but I'm sure it's about to be a year straight where I don't even sniff a victory because that's just how I go. I she will say this, Dizzle. I will say this. Kev came out like the young 30-year-old throwing the 100-mile-an-hour ball. But by game three, game four, his 40-year-old wisdom kicked in. And it was much more of like, if I if I slow down and put this where I need to put it, <laughs> I, I don't have to have these these uh, open frames. I can get these yes. spares. Got to so, pick them up, dog. Got to pick them up. Okay, three, four, five. You saw like, the, the switching strategy. So no trick shots. <laughs> Killer Bro got a trick shot. <laughs> nah, that was just a Patron talking. Um, <laughs> 
I tried to go between the legs for a spare. I don't, I don't think it worked. But um, no, nah, they were strictly like, but it was like the the, the power the power league bowling that that that, that you would <laughs> expect to walk by on like a Saturday morning in the bowling alley, in the bowling alley real deep. And this is how I know I gained the wife's respect on that Saturday night. She asked me if I wanted to join a bowling league. Now we didn't been together for a long <laughs> ass time, a long ass time. We going on year nine of the marriage, nay, uh, in about a uh, little over two weeks. But being together for longer than we've actually been married. So she ain't never, ever, 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 ever said, hey, you want to join a bowling league. So I, I took that as a sign of respect that, you know, hey, I, I don't suck anymore. I'm, I'm halfway decent. You know, I she see, she she see your, handi- your handicap potential. Yeah. I mean, I, what, I cracked 100, it. like, five straight games, which is an all-time record for your boy. That's what's happening to me in the golf league. In the golf league, I played so bad week one that my handicap is high. So now if I play semi-bad, you added my handicap. I had an amazing-ass round. So we hanging in there on the team side. But me and my partner, week by week, still got, you know, got a fighting chance to be the overall team team winner. So shots to the handicap. You got to get you a good handicap. <laughs> Dizzle, what's good, sir? Man, we over here dying, bro. What happened? Oh. <laughs> Shit, man. We in Mexico. Can y'all see me? Can y'all hear me? No. Uh, there okay. we go, there we go. Bruh, the AC, I don't know what happened, but it's not <laughs> working here right now, bruh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I was drunk as fuck at the beach just now. I was asleep when y'all hit me up, and my wife woke me up like, yo, can you feel this? She was asking me all these questions. I'm drunk as fuck. I'm hot as... <laughs> And I'm hot as fuck, which is not the right combination, bruh. If you drunk... That's the worst, too. That's the worst, You too. need some air. Right here, right now, I'm sweating like I just played a game or some shit, bro. I'm over here. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got no clothes on. That's why y'all see me. <laughs> That's why y'all see me from the neck up, bro. Oh no! What, what, what's the room service talking about? I just called them. They like, yeah, we know something's going on. We is we we checking it. AC should be fixed in 20 to 30 minutes. Well, we already had called them, and they said that about an hour ago. So. So I, I, I had to. We have to get right into it. We have to get right into it. I have to ask. Prior to this episode, how was the experience booking with what you booked? Are you are you happy? Are you do you have any other problems? What, what, no. How, how was it getting there? Shit is How's perfect. the room? Shit is perfect. <laughs> Everything that we asked for is this is like dream come true. Um, we got a whole bunch of little credits or whatever, like little coupe. Uh, coupons to use on the resort. Uh, shit is shit is amazing, you know what I'm saying. But two things: we got here and we didn't have a pool, a private pool that we had asked for and that I thought I had booked with the room. So we got a jacuzzi and the shit looks still look great. You know, I'm not complaining. The shit still look great, good, uh, nice size, good uh, privacy, all that. So I called them and told them we didn't have a pool. And they said, okay, we'll get you all in the pool tomorrow. So we're going to have a pool by tomorrow. Um, then the only other complaint is that the fucking AC stopped working. And I'm drunk as fuck. 
And I need that air, bruh. I'm about to die. <laughs> so what's the temperature over there? Hot. <laughs> it's hot. And this is a different type of heat, bruh. And shit, man. It's a it's a heat like ain't no bugs, cause the bugs know it's hot. Like you don't get West you don't Coast see no dry heat. Nah, bruh, it's wet. It's over here. <laughs> You'll walk outside, bro, and start sweating immediately. I was sleeping, but we got these what cold What city ass- are you in? I got to look it up. We in Cancun. Okay, so let's check it out. Weather no, in Cancun. Nobody right told now. me. When we got off the air, when we got the airport, bro, they out here hustling. Oh. Like, uh, I don't know if y'all, y'all been to the mall, and you know the niggas that are trying to clean your shoes. Yeah, bro, they out here like that, trying to get you a Uber, trying to get you a a rental car, but they aggressive as fuck, bro. Everybody, so, everybody yelling at you, waving their hands, talking about, come on, come on, come on, they can get you a car. <laughs> everybody yelling, bro, and then my oh, fucking God. glasses fogged up, so me and my wife both got glasses. We have to hold, we have to tell them, hold on, we can't see. <laughs> 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 we both was fogged up. Oh my gosh, nigga, this is hilarious. I'm going to have to agree with you on the wet heat, because this should say 91 with 75% humidity, so that sounds like some wet heat. Oh, that shit crazy. (laughs) And then what, AC was cool, too, a minute, like, I don't know what happened just now, but uh, right now it's crazy, man. Damn, damn. How long you there? You you having a good time? Yeah. Everything? Everything uh, literally, going well? Literally, other than that, everything is perfect. Um, we've been, for sure, using that fucking, uh, rent, uh, what's it called? Room service. Uh, <laughs> last night, I called the room service about three or four times just to bring up some food. It's um, all inclusive, so you get to do what you do, right? All inclusive, so that shit didn't cost a dime. Um, this morning had uh, breakfast sent to our room. We had the option of going into one of the restaurants or doing a, a, a buffet breakfast. We said, uh, excuse me, we said, yeah, fucking. <laughs> said, fucking just <laughs> brought the breakfast to the room, had breakfast on the balcony. It was cool. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Y'all been out of the beach and everything like that? Oh, for sure. The beach is literally right there. So we was there the first night. Shit. When we got in from the airport, usually we'll take a nap and then f- figure out what's going on. We didn't even take no nap. We uh, got some food, went to the went to the uh, pool, swam for a little bit, and then went straight to the beach. And then when we got back, it might have been like five o'clock after the beach. We was sleep, man. We we slept, got up. I ate a little bit, watched a little bit of power, fell back asleep, and was out for the night. Man, we was probably in the bed by five thirty and never got back up. <laughs> just drunk, just eating it in the crib, and then just never got back up. Was tired as fuck, man. And then tonight, shit, we trying to do something, but we over here dead because we've been drinking, we've been at the beach, and then it's came. We came back and it's hot as hell. Y'all was expecting to get some good AC when y'all came from the hot ass beach. Yeah, and this is the opposite. It's okay. <laughs> crazy, man. So y'all man. doing any like excursions or anything? Like zip lining, parasailing? Y'all gonna do any of that? Probably not, man. 
we I have realized over the years that we are the relax, uh, the relaxer uh, vacationers, and it's mainly my wife. She don't, you know, she don't. She ain't the one to have an itinerary on the vacation. She would rather just not do nothing, sleep in, you know, go to bed early, and then just hit the beach or relax, whatever. And I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? So that has I've, I've changed into that over the years. Oh, with Arona. Shit, yeah. And, and so mix, mix mix that in, you get real, you know, chill. We just be chill, and everybody has been asking us, all the workers here, because uh, they'll try to get you even on the beach while you're relaxing. They selling you shit. They out here hustling, selling you hats, shades, and then the niggas working there be like, "Yo, we about to play beach football. We about to play beach volleyball at this time." Yada yada yada. And we be like, "Bro, we not doing none of that, bro. We just mm-hmm. here to sit now." <laughs> no, yeah, that's one thing. When I vacation, I make sure I take enough days in the vacation where at least one of my days can be that. Like, I'm not answering to nobody to do nothing. I move when I want to move. I eat when I want to eat. I sleep when I want to sleep. You know, like it's just one of those. I have one of those days on vacation. See, man, we are we the got total all opposite. Of those days. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one. We may have one uh, adventure day, and the rest yeah. of the days is is big chill. Man, yeah. we are the total opposite, man. When we go on vacation, it, we pound the pavement, man. We go see the city. We go see what 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 they got going on in their city, food, uh, museums, activities. We love to do it all, and then we always get that day off when we get back, like. If we gonna chill, we figure we chill in our own house in our own bed. Like we out of town, I want to see what this out of town be like. But you know, to each his own, man. Hope you uh, get some AC in your life, brother. Yeah, I might, you know, I might have to Earl, bro. On on. The oh pod. yeah, oh. you making you making it look rough over there. Yeah, it's, if you need to tap out, bro, go ahead and tap out, man. It's that hot, bro. If you need to tap out, brother, it's all good, man. We just want to definitely check in with you. You, know you, you are looking rough over there. I'm not going to lie to you. Son. It's crazy, bro. It's hot as fuck. We look, we got a jacuzzi out here, right? Uh, go get to, some ice, man. Put it in a sock. We tried to do all cold water in the jacuzzi, and that shit was just still too hot. Like the sun <laughs> beaming at 10 a.m. You can't even get the jacuzzi going on the balcony because it was just, that shit was a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Let's jump into these quick topics, man. All right. Uh, the Olympics, man. Y'all been checking out the Olympics and everything like that with USA Basketball. They in the medal rounds now. If they win three more games, they win the gold medal. Are they going to do it? Yes or no? Man. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a quiet yes for me. <laughs> it's a quiet yes. I think they could do it, man. Who's going to beat them? Australia? They got Spain off the rip. They got Spain, I want to say, tonight or tomorrow night. Uh, I can't yeah, I remember. Tonight, tonight. tonight at 9 o'clock. Tonight at so 9 o'clock. That's the Gasol brothers. Yeah, Gasol brothers. And I know Luca played at night, too. Yeah, and Luca been on the tear. Luca been out here playing like he in the league, just yeah. running the Bear Lair offense over there. Exactly. The Luca, he out here chucking. I think they're going to get it done, man. I think they're going to buckle down and get it done. Uh, y'all been seeing any of the track and field action? Yeah, I uh, saw some of the high jump. I saw some of the long jump for the women where the world record was broken in the, or triple jump, I think it was. 
uh, caught some of that. I got to NBC Sports when I bought the golf shit, so I can sneak peek on my early wake-ups to the live action and then not have to wait till the TV action in the nighttime. So I've been catching a little bit in the morning, seeing what's what. Um, I want to say the 100 was definitely a, a big surprise to see the... They said they got air, babe. If you want Uh-oh. to get dressed, we can go for there. Uh-oh. This oh. is a break free. <laughs> oh, I thought I was muted. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you, are you turned? Switched Be it. turned. <laughs> you turned. I muted. I love it. I love it. But, um... Man, for me about the uh the Olympics, man, it's rough because, you know, all, like you said, Killer, like they save all the good shit for NBC primetime and everything mm-hmm. like that. And you watch the whatever relay on Twitter and everything like that. So when they come on NBC, it ain't got the same thrill. But as far as the uh the basketball team, they better come on with the goal. You know what I'm saying? Better, man. It's gonna be hell to pay. It's gonna be hell to pay on Twitter. It's gonna be hell to pay mm-hmm. from everybody else, and especially Dizzle. Man, facto, man, facto. Because the, the team, like I said, been poorly assembled, but they got enough superstars on there where they, when you look at who they losing against, it, it don't make no type of sense. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the team with the most NBA players on there is probably Australia. They got to go against Spain. Paul Gasol is what fifty years old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you bet not losing no Paul Gasol and Mark Gasol, bro. Yeah. They, they ain't making no noise in the league. I don't know who else is who else is on the team. Uh, Australia, uh, Australia got Patty Mills, I think. Australia, uh, Australia is solid. I can see yeah. they got Joe Ingles, Thibel. Yeah. Uh, you know they got a good little team. They, Ben Simmons ain't even on there, and without him, they still got a good little team. That might be a <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, ain't no Ben Simmons. <laughs> so man, like one of the biggest stories coming out of the Olympics, obviously, is Simone Biles and her, you know, what I'm saying backing out of a lot of competitions and everything like that. She will be participating in what the uh, not the uneven bars, but the uh, beam. I think. Yeah, the beam. There you go, killer. What do y'all take on Simone Biles and her mental health issues that she said she was having and the, the spinsies, as they call it, in gymnastics? What are y'all thought process on it? Man, I'm, I'm shout-outs to all the black women backing out of shit, man. That shit is powerful, bro. Same mm-hmm. with, uh, what's that tennis player? Naomi. Uh, Naomi Osaka. Yeah, because she backed out of some shit just because she, you know, she first didn't want to just speak to the media just because they was asking dumb questions and, you know, that shit don't matter to, in the grand scheme of things. And then they kicked her out of the, like, yo, you got to talk to the media or you're not playing. She was like, all right, fuck it. I'm not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it kind of, you know, started with that. And then as you see, you know, folks is just not there all the way and, and don't feel like, having to put on a fake face to try to compete, man. And At the end of the day, they got all the power in the world, man. And it's, it's great seeing them actually use that and be able to make sure that they write mentally, make sure that they write 100% before trying to compete and having to put on a fake face for whoever. So I, I like seeing them be able to use that uh, that power that they got, that leverage that they got. Rather than yeah, trying I, to just put on a face for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think with uh, 
the Olympics being what it is every four years and the pressures that come with having to, you know, with her sport in particular, you already the face of the U.S. Olympics. You already the face of damn near the Olympics. Like, you are getting that kind of love. Um, but her sport in particular, um, Jalen Rose said this, that, you know, she has to put on a performance that has to be going to be remembered for the next four years. And it's supposed to be gold level worthy, and Kevin Durant gotta do it to get the gold medal. She gotta do it four times because she's trying to get four gold medals. She's trying to get five gold medals. So her moments in time, just the weight that that come with that. He said he remember being young with the five five, having you know no hairline, no teeth, no money. You know, being broke, but being forced to, you know, do his first interview and feeling that he deserved it and feeling, you know, just mentally not really there and kind of being, you know, shut up and dribble, kind of like, you know, go do it, shut up type thing. And he, he said, you know, he kind of said it. I'm just kind of piggybacking off that, but I really feel that way. Just the, the power of that stand up to be your own voice shit and what's happening in the world with everybody kind of doing that in their own world. That shit is uh, ultimately going to lead to bigger and better things. So I commend them for taking the step to say, you know, I don't care if the world's watching. I don't care if my mama watching. I don't care if your mama watching. You know, it's my life, and I'm going to live it the way I feel I need to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm with y'all, but I will say this. I don't think anybody's above reproach, especially in sports. Like, I do think it's, it's a fine line where – you talk about your mental health and that is prominent and that's number one for sure. But I do liken it to a situation like LeBron when they played the Miami, no, when they played the Dallas Mavericks, he had a a mental breakdown, a mental lapse or whatever you want to call it. He broke down in the finals and he got ripped for it and ridiculed. I mean, I rip him to this day. Like, you know what I'm saying? I see people memes that, uh, him being guarded by uh old boy that's like six feet tall and he couldn't post him up Barrera. and everything like that. Jose Barrera, yeah. So I don't think anybody's above reproach of being criticized or being looked at as saying, like, look, man, the mental part of sports is real for sure. Like you gotta be mentally tough and you gotta be all the way locked in to perform. But at the same breath, I commend her for saying, you know what, I ain't got my A game today. Y'all go out there and make it happen because I think I'm going to hurt the team. And not only that, you know what I'm saying, playing basketball, you know what I'm saying, an injury in basketball is a twisted ankle. An injury in gymnastics could be a broken neck. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She's doing flips and landing on one hand and one foot and all types of crazy stuff. And I do think it's funny that every four years, everybody becomes, you know, gymnast fans and say they got all the rules and everything like that everybody's officially not on track as well man y'all don't care about these sports until the olympics come around the only sports that y'all know inside out is football and basketball and baseball mm-hmm. the rest of these sports that these people is doing the olympics y'all ain't never would sat down and watch these damn show things on espn a day in your life so the criticism that they getting is i think is a bit much but i do think it's fair to say, hey, all right, where do how how should we judge her since she couldn't mentally cope with this? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that it's out of bounds to ask those questions. Now, the way you ask those questions, 
that's what I have a bigger problem with, calling people soft and calling them un-American because they won't go out there and entertain you. I think those are two totally different subjects. Yeah. One thing I will say, too, is that if we called or or if it got this kind of attention when Jordan did it, because everything gets weighed in Jordan's hands, you know, Jordan won two or three, I think it was, what, three chips? Yeah. His dad, his dad died. He, he took a two-year mental break. It just wasn't called that. You know? Yeah. He took a he took a break from it all, you know. Yeah. And if, if we call it that, when Jordan was doing it, I think some of these episodes that people are having to deal with, you know, won't be as weighed as much because everything gets weighed to the goat, you know. So it's just it's just more so. I think the power that you know they are showing in, like sh- people don't realize Naomi is the highest paid woman that that, that call her call herself an athlete. You know what I'm saying? She, yeah. she, uh, they, she making big, big bread to be a, an athlete. So you know, for her to have what she got going on, for you know, uh, Biles to be the face of the Olympics, the face of the U.S. team, the the quote unquote golden child got every, every jump that she do is a new jump that's named yeah. after her, and that has to go through a process that, that they actually do in that sport where you, you know, say, hey, I'm about to do some shit. If, if right. I do it, if I do it, I want my name on it. Bet. Sign here. <laughs> go do it. So they really do it that way. So that should just be be uh, impressive to see how big they are in their sport to be able to be like, I need to do what's right for me, not what's right for y'all. Yeah, like I said, I think she deserves a lot of credit because I think it took a lot of courage to do that. Because think about it like this. She's 24 years old. This is probably her last Olympics. So Mm -hmm. imagine your career basically being over at 24 years old. How about this? Remember Gabby Douglas? Mm -hmm. Nobody mentions her anymore because her time is coming on. She's probably only like 28 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like. We do jobs that we can work until we 65, 70 years old, you know, the average mm-hmm. person and everything like that. But their career, it has a finite ending point. And especially for female gymnasts, because, you know, unlike male gymnasts, you know, their bodies change big time. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. develop and all that type of the women hormones and all that type of stuff. It's not a knock on them. That's just the reality of the situation. You know, you come into this sport at... You know, you, you go to your first Olympics at like 16 years old, you weigh 95 pounds, you show up, uh, you know, eight years later, you 24 years old, you weigh 120 pounds. Oh, she's not getting up as high as she used to. Well, yeah, because she got breasts, yeah. she got a <laughs> butt now. Like, yo, right. like, that's what happens to women. So, like, I, this whole thing is, is very weird because I'll also say this, man. I was talking to my brother about it. And I asked him, do you think the criticism that her and Naomi got for talking about mental health has anything to do with them being women? Because when Michael Phelps talked about it, people listened. When Kevin Love talked about it, people listened. When DeMar DeRozan talked about it, people listened. But Mm -hmm. when they start talking about it, people calling them soft and calling them weak and things of that nature. So I'm not sure. I'm just bringing it to the table for a discussion and Anybody listening to this pod, you know what I'm saying? Just something to think about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Facts. And let's keep it a buck, bro. She ain't, she ain't got nothing else to prove. Let's look, at the, let's look at the credentials. Let's look at how mm-hmm. she has been um, looked at in that sport. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know the ins and outs of gymnastics, but I've heard 
that you know when when she gets something popping, they got different rules yeah. for her. They got different limitations to what she can do because she can do this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? They judge her on a different scale because she got the capabilities of doing this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So she can she can attack a specific event with such execution level, you know, highness that her fuck ups put her still better. Even if she fuck up a little bit, the scoring system puts her above what anybody else mm-hmm. is gonna try to do. Yeah. So somebody else can try yeah. to do something, but they trying to get a fourteen five, and she's trying to get a nineteen five. So the lowest she gonna get is a sixteen five. You know what I'm saying? So it just her scale is so much different than everybody else's. Facts. All right, Russ to the Lakers. The LeBron fan, how do you feel about Russ and Bron and AD being on the same damn team? Hey, we knew knew something was happening, man. We knew they was getting somebody, whether it was DeMar DeRozan, whether it was uh, Kyle Lowry, fucking, uh, my thought was Dane, and I was saying to give up AD for Dane, but uh, if we can keep AD and get Russ, I'm all for that, man. That's three Hall of Famers on the same squad. I know a lot of folks are saying that ain't going to work, but I'm like, man, LeBron going to figure it out, bro. We got somebody that's going to play hard every single night. Somebody that's able to uh, take the load whenever AD gets hurt because he's gonna get hurt. <laughs> we talking about somebody that that's able to to literally carry that load. Now we just need shooters. At the end of the day, we just need shooters. Now we can fill up that roster with some random shooters. Killer, what do you think? So uh, out the gate, I didn't like it. Um, thought process was you got. AD, that's going to give you 45 to 60 games if you're lucky. And will he be around the postseason at a percentage that is, you know, satisfying to fulfill what he's getting paid for? Probably not. You got 37-year-old LeBron coming up that's going to be 37. And then you got... Somebody else like Russ that is just start to finish, go, 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 go. And uh, Jalen Rose said it best. Russ plays like he like they're not keeping score. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't care about the he's just going. So mm-hmm. at first I hate I, I hated it. But when I sat back and really thought about it and talking to my friends and hollering at smoke and the different people, I, I've come to the it's gonna take Russ reinventing himself for me to like it. And when I say by re- re- reinventing himself is, you know, we, we know what AD going to do. We know what LeBron going to do. But we also, I think I think a lot of the success that happens to them is going to be because of what happens off the court. I think when uh, Smoke said, like, said this to me, it made a lot of sense. When you put LeBron's mental and Russ's mental where they ain't gonna, never going to let the other one look like they outworking them. Russ going to always want to make sure he looks like he the dog is the dog on the court. And LeBron going to be damned if somebody looks like more of a dog than him on the court. So <laughs> just just that, what that's going to bring to the training table, to the practice, to the preparation, I think that matters. And I think when one of them don't have it, you know, i.e. LeBron, AD, Russ can go get the massive triple doubles. Russ can go be the energy for the young guns that's out there trying to get they, you know, burn and get their name going. So I think it has recipes to be great, but I think overall I just didn't like it because of 
of what it is. It's just, just a bunch of it's, it's a bunch of shoulda, couldas, and needs and versus like a solid like we can build with this. This this is more so of like this has to happen in the next year or two or it ain't. And that's just I'm tired of seeing teams going for it for a year or two. I, I want to see something be built. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a all Madden season kind of guy, you know. What I'm <laughs> for me, man, I think it's I think it's gonna work. It's definitely gonna be awesome during the regular season because, like everybody knows, Brody do not play. He is out there giving his all all the time. So when LeBron is in cruise control and when AD is hurt, you always gonna have somebody out there giving it their all. And another thing about him, man. You can put the ball in Russ's hands and something that people fail to realize, man. LeBron obviously is getting older, so he plays a slower-paced game. So when I think they're going to run a lot when Russ is on the floor and keep the ball in Russ's hands a lot, and then LeBron can work in the post more. LeBron can post up a lot more, clear the block. Mm-hmm. You know, AD loves to shoot threes, as we all know. So, okay, you can go out there and shoot threes while we clear the lane for, for Russ to attack the rim, or we can do post-ups for LeBron and everything like that. Now, the playoffs is a different animal. Closing games, different animal. We all know the ball should be in LeBron's hands, and he should be making the final decision. I think this is going to be more of an opportunity for LeBron to be an even better closer because we don't want Russ shooting threes, like, ever. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not what any Lakers or LeBron fan wants. Uh, so my question to y'all, man, do they win the chip next year? Because that's why this thing is happening. I think, I think healthy, they got just as much as a chance as anybody else. Um, I think the question is, when does the season start? Is it, is it fast? Is this a fast turnaround? October. October. So this is another. So this is the third year of kind of like fast turnaround for them. So that's that's really gonna bring in some questions. So. They should. I'm, I'm going to say they should. Yeah. Shit, it ain't this about is, when it's – I don't think it's about when it starts, bro, because Anthony Davis is going to get hurt regardless. So it's about <laughs> when it, when they finish. Is he going to have a break? Um, I don't know, man, because I, I don't like AD. As, as good as he is as a player, that nigga just can't come through when you need him, man, because he's always battling some sort of injury. I don't know, man. Cause it's about battle of uh, the health. Yeah. Who, whoever the team, whatever team is the healthiest at the uh, when it counts, it's probably gonna be the one to come up on top. I like what you said, though, kid. You put Braun in the post. You know, you can't really help off uh, to go help uh, Russ, cause uh, Russ ain't never had Braun and AD to throw it to, and he already he already a triple double dog. You add LeBron and AD, they can finish. <laughs> yeah, big time, so. big time. And the, I think the last question is, I mean, they already at the salary cap max. I mean, they got three max players on the team. So it's about to be, you know, a bunch of veteran guys. So what veteran guys are about to show up? Because I got a guy out there, big rumors that y'all know I'm a big fan of. That's 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 probably going to join them. Hella, uh, hella old folks. This is the all old team, Brad. They said yeah. Carmelo, what, DeMar DeRozan, Rudy fucking gay. I'm like, God damn, everybody on the team is 35 and up. <laughs> Watch your tongue, go, sir. Better go grab them, uh, <laughs> gonna go grab somebody like Luke Kennard to finish the roster. 
<laughs> if they smart, they'll grab. I know Patty Mills is a free agent. That's a great backup. That's also somebody that's gonna play hard every single game. Somebody mm-hmm. that's gonna give you that uh, secure point guard position that can handle rock, um, be there for you defensively. Um, but damn, if they don't pick up that nigga and they just get Rudy and Carmelo, bro, I don't know. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is also somebody that was a uh, rumored to be wanting to come back to the. Damn, episode. that nigga come be on some him. on some baseball shit. Going to a team three separate times—that's some baseball shit, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, tell uh, Rob to call that nigga, bro, because we want him. Mm-hmm. We need him. I'm all, <laughs> I'm all for Dwight back to LA, bro. I'm all for that. Man, I say it like this, man. I've never, I've never rooted for the Lakers, and this is not a a dig at Kobe. This ain't a dig at LeBron. I didn't root for the Lakers when they had Magic Johnson. I've never rooted for the Lakers. But if my guy, Carmelo Anthony, becomes a Laker, I have to root for the Lakers. Because I got (laughs) to see my guy get a chip, man. I got (laughs) to see my dude win a chip, man. It's going to pain me to do that. It's going to pain me not to be pulling for my guy, Dame Dame Lillard. It's going to pain me because I thought I was in the clear. I thought I was in the clear once they traded for Russ. I was like, okay, that means Dame ain't going to the Lakers. I ain't got to root for the Lakers. And then all the shit came up like, this is going to be when Melo joins the Lakers. So, Melo, go to the Nets. Go to the Bucks. Go anywhere besides the Lakers. Don't go to the Lakers because I don't want to. He going to LA. I know he's he going is. to LA. I know he so, is. Some some quick other trading updates. Lonzo went to the Bulls for uh, for Zadaransky and Garrett Temple. For the Did Pelican. he? Yeah. Waste them. Uh, I missed that. Josh Richardson went to the Celtics. Chris Dunn went to the Celtics. Uh, DeLon Wright went to the Hawks. Tristan Thompson went to the Kings. Derek Favors in a first-round pick went to the Thunder. Terrible. Uh, For a future second-round pick, Aaron Holiday went to the Wizards. And then the big one, Russell Westbrook to the Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harold, KCP, and the number 22 pick. Mm, mm, mm. The association, man. Free agency is a whole animal all to itself. Well, shit, shit, fellas, we got Dizzle about to pass out. Facts. So we're going to get up out of here. We're going to let him enjoy the rest of his vacation. You have fun, brother. You have fun, man. Enjoy yourself, man. Go get some AC. Go get some ice. Go drink you some water. Go get in the pool. Go get in the pool. That's the worst part is I'm looking at the fridge. We don't got no more bottled waters, bro. So I just have to order eight more bottled waters. Hey, it's already paid for. Facts, but they need to hurry that fuck up. (laughs) I'm over here dying. It's going to be 30 more minutes before I get some bottled waters. Oh, man, you know, before pool, before we jumped on the pod, man, Killer and I were talking like, man, it sound like this was going to find a good spot, man. It's all inclusive, everything paid for. I seen mm-hmm. some of the the pictures I seen, the breakfast, like, yo, might have to book. Uh, <laughs> um, this no AC situation is uh, crucial. Yeah, it's yeah, crucial. <laughs> this is a real-life review, and I uh, hate to say it, but that link ain't getting clicked on quite yet. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you straight up, bro. Everything is solid, but this AC is killing me. 
It's hot as fuck. I, I need an off the air update when this lasts, because depending on how long this lasts for you, how fast they service is, you know, I can I, I, I can deal with a hiccup, but when it gets to be disrespectful, I don't yeah, know. man. So, good luck to you, man. Get some go, cold go get, beers up in you. You'll be alright. No Just cold beers. I need water. <laughs> Just go you get can't make drunk. this up, podcast, Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. Man, I'm on Adrian. Moi Carlor. <laughs> we out till next week. Peace. <laughs>